everyone. Welcome to today's episode of the Lesbian Supper Club. Welcome back, lesbians. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm not. I feel like you're looking at me you, like you, you I just know you're struggling because you're wait, you you can't was, cope if you're not was, if I'm was, doing the intro. Well, I thought that you were just going to go in and say something. You don't like it when I don't jump in and I cut don't you like up. It. No, I like it when you cut me up. Some Well, that's funny because you complain about it an awful but lot I also for someone love who enjoys to it as well. Hi everyone. It's Scarlett <laughs> here. Now we'll get the podcast going for good. We are here um, at I'm going to jump co- I'm going to jump straight. <laughs> so you want me to take over and, then and, I, and, and then own this over. and then you suddenly jump I'm in and find really something to say. Today. I'm actually in a very annoying mood. I'm going to jump straight in and say over the last week I have been violently obsessed, not violently sick, violently obsessed with watching food TikToks. Like it's my new thing. It's actually become a bit of a well, kink of yours it's actually. Al- <laughs> it's always Ooh. been a thing. But over the last week I have got a newfound obsession for watching people load the fuck up on calories smash it to the point where it's like 95% of my tiktok feed now is people eating copious amounts of food like four mcdonald's a day mm-hmm. um noodles chocolate and i can't stop and i need to know if i'm the only one I don't that think does you are, this though, babe they're so popular well, we, we're not that is true these people <laughs> are getting millions of views it ain't just yeah. me i mean i'm who's I'm your favorite least... go on tell it to the crowd <sighs> hot topic of the moment is becky jones becky jones <laughs> becky jones becky is becky fucking jones becky jones we is, love her yeah Be- becky jones is up there at the moment and also I'm Corey's obsessed. world Corey's world obsessed yeah Corey's been smashing three mcdonald's a day mm-hmm. quite frequently to the point that today he's actually publicly announced he's made himself sick of mcdonald's <laughs> and he's not going to be eating it for a while <laughs> and i think a while is probably going to be three days that's yeah. going to be a while Should for we put Corey. A bet on actually how long that's going to be okay three days yeah three what days. are you saying i'm gonna go two two days and i know it's going to start with i know i told you all that i'd gotten the ick from mcdonald's however here i am again yeah. however i'm back <laughs> and i'm better than ever <laughs> now let me get 20 chicken nuggets three triple cheeseburgers four loaded fries and then i'll stop off on costa on the way back and get a frap with no coffee and then i'll go get coffee. myself a corned beef pasty from but yeah Grace. absolutely love yeah. him like no hate at all. I'm no. I'm genuinely obsessed. And it's jealous. like a guilty pleasure though. I remember when I went on this like really strict diet when I was younger, and I was obsessed with watching the Food Network whilst I was on this diet. No, see that because I've definitely torture. eaten more this last week from watching these I'm videos. I'm starving. I'm hungry. Like, my mouth is all the time. We've been talking about this. hungry all the time. I'm, <laughs> I'm but I'm living my best life. So what's it. really annoying though is that she'll do this. I'll be like. We'll have dinner and then we'll like chill for a bit. And then as soon as we get into bed, those videos come back out. And then both of us are then lying there like, what the fuck can we eat? Uh, you definitely more than me, Freya. Like, I will say it what's and it? hold what's a bit it? of self-restraint. You'll be there three Mars bars down. <gasps> back Don't in you the dare. It is two Mars bars. It is not three. The other day, you scrand two. three Mars two. bars. I never have. Lying little piece of shit. I never three days ago. About was no, about, it wasn't. Actually. It was. Look, we're gonna have a fucking fight. It in was. A it was two. Okay, it was two. You have definitely done three. You have in the day, not but now. You've done many a three things in one night. Mars bars is just <laughs> one of them. <laughs> Which one tastes sweeter? 
I was just going to say as well, we've been like struggling with hay fever at the moment and everyone in London is suffering. Like everywhere I turn, there's, is anybody else? like? I've diagnosed myself with something a lot worse than hay fever. Um, Yeah, this is there because my throat at the moment is probably only working at 50% capacity. So Scarlett sounds a little bit frog throat. That'll be why. Because I, one of my glands is so swollen you can see it out the side of my neck. I come up in a rash the whole over the whole of my body the other day mm. and my throat is agony and I don't know why and I think it could be hay fever. But if you're anything like me, I've been on Google, I've gone through the whole of the NHS website, I've gone through Dr. Web MD and I'm 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 about <laughs> you know four what we weeks need away this from the for grave. you is like an on resident fucking doctor because it is constant. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I would love that. I'd love to be the level of rich where I have a fucking hospital ward <laughs> in my house where I can go and check in, put myself... You'll be on, there every day, babe. Yeah, I'd hook myself up to an IV, two hours. I don't know what's in it. Might even just be a bit of water because I don't like drinking water. And I have a doctor <laughs> on hand to reassure me that I'm not moments away from death at any given moment. Sure, actually, just going back to you not liking water, it reminded me what we were saying about these people who are like eating this copious amounts of food that they just, they have such a childish palate, but they also don't drink water. No. But they certainly don't fucking drink coffee. They don't nope. drink anything that nope. is for an adult. Fizzy drinks, ice coolers and anything with a copious amounts of sugar is all mm. they're looking for. Which cherry, is like Cherry Coke. I, the thing is. It is a little bit of you though, isn't it, it Scarlett? But it is, but I can't do it to that degree and I wish I could like because I'll no, see these things don't. and be like I could do that and then I'll start to give it a good go when we're like eating dinner or sometimes when we will get a takeaway and after like half of half of my dinner plate I'm like full crying oh, I bought her a cinnamon bun the other day and that was a fucking mistake yeah because it wasn't it, Freya it was like a fucking brick what like, did you say afterwards for the rest of the day I, I feel sick yeah, because I did feel sick for the rest of the all day. day. Yeah, because it was and then huge. You said your and you know bun. when it's in front of me, I'm eating it. I didn't even eat all of it, but it wasn't like a, it wasn't a good cinnamon bun. Let's just put it that way. Why did you, why did you fucking shovel it down your neck then? If it wasn't that good, I didn't. I ate about a quarter of it, and that's only because, <laughs> and that's only because we're in a cost of living crisis, and I refuse. For the whole of it to go to waste. Yeah, that cinnamon bun was like £20,000. So. I don't actually want to know how much it was. Don't tell me I was sat in the car whilst you got it. I don't want to know how yeah. much you spend on food. That's yeah, why I, I don't come and do I the food shopping with I you. I can't talk about the price of Denial food anymore, is a river in Egypt. <laughs> Talking about denial, we're now going to move on and talk about <laughs> friendship breakup. So we spoke recently in a couple of episodes before lesbian heartbreak, which by far is the worst kind of heartbreak you'll ever go through for some some people are thriving post-lesbian heartbreak. Some people are sat in their car taking selfies. Who who knows what side of the fucking the river you're going to be on, but I know what one I'd rather be on. Um, yeah, so it doesn't really get much worse than lesbian heartbreak. But it I, doesn't, no. So my take on this is lesbian heartbreak hurts more in the moment. Like the pain in the moment and the trauma mm. right there and then is really, really painful. But I think for me, the friendship breakups that I've had over the course of my life have definitely hung around and stung more longer term. I think it lingers, yeah. It yes, lingers it lingers. It's, I find it personally a lot harder to get 
closure. I think it's more so because it's harder to rationalize, right? Whereas when it's a relationship, I do feel like it is easier to rationalize in, yeah. in a very strange way, yeah. right? Um, and also a friend is someone that you go to when you're having those breakups with your significant mm-hmm. other. That is your kind of like rock there. So then if that foundation is like crumbled, mm-hmm. that's really heartbreaking. Cause mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I don't I, even have so and yeah. to go to, you know? And I think for me, like it's particularly bad because I've had a lot of friendship betrayal. So my worst friendship betrayal, two of them are quite similar. One of them, she just didn't succeed because she's a pussy ass little bitch. But the first one (laughs) um, who was meant to be, I think I mentioned this before, meant to be literally one of my best friends Mm. and (laughs) just cut me off one day, like literally cut me off one day and started to speak to me in this like really condescending tone as well. And I was like, this is weird because me and this person have been really close for a long time stop speaking to me and I was getting to a point in my life where I was maturing to a point of not begging for anyone's uh, attention or love or acceptance of me so if people start to go quiet fine fuck off I'll see you never like I can't be bothered Mm. so I started to take that kind of um that that journey I think as this was happening to find out five months later because she was with me ex for four years and that is like that upset me more I was more upset that my best friend had gone with my ex than that my ex had gone with my best friend because I think at this point I'd established the ex would fuck anything with a pulse actually yeah Um, but the best friend I truly held in such high regard. I think Mm. that was what was so painful is that I really respected this person. Mm. I thought this person had a lot of love and respect for me. I really did think it was a very like close mutual friendship because I think sometimes you, you have those friends where they're your friend, Mm. but you know certain things about them that you don't necessarily wholeheartedly love and respect, Mm. but you love other things about them and you keep them in the wouldn't trust you for all of these types of things box, but love you anyway. Mm -hmm. And then there's your friends where you're like, I rely on you as a person. I love you as a person. And I think that's a very much shared thing and when those people hurt you so much as well about your situation right so then when they're they they know all of the things that make you sad upset trigger you they they've been there they've heard all the stories and they've been there through relationship issues and then they turn around and fucking do it to you i know it's so bizarre it makes me so cross yeah also the ones that because you can be gaslit hard by friends Mm -hmm. real fucking. well this person must have gaslit me so hard i didn't realize i was being gaslit well we've both been gaslit by the same fucking person yeah we'll get onto that one in a minute but yeah like I I don't care now like I honestly can say I don't care now I could bump into my ex and this person now and I I genuinely would just be like great I hope you're happy like I wish you well but I yeah I don't I don't feel anything and it's it's one of those things and I will probably repeat this a lot throughout this episode which is like thank you because you taught me a lesson and Mm. I'm so much better off for you not being in my life but definitely at the time that really really upset me and affected me for probably a couple of years sometimes as well you can't see the energy that someone's bringing into your life until they've gone and you feel a lot lighter and you're like hold on I look back at all those nights that we spent together and had like a really heavy feeling 
And I was thinking to myself, oh, this is just the kind of era that I'm in at the moment or whatever. And actually, it's a fucking person because they subliminally get under your skin and just their atmosphere is really yeah. bad. And we've had this with, a, well, with yeah. two, two well, there's, people. Yeah, so there's one that we actually very much shared, the ex- me and Freya very much shared the experience of. And um, I wonder if any of you guys have been through a, se- a similar thing because this is quite a unique situation but I feel like, particularly in the lesbian world, where everyone's ex is everyone's ex, someone's ex is best friends with someone's girlfriend, someone's girlfriend's sister is girlfriends with the ex. Like, we're we're very much intertwined. Yeah. And so I would imagine we aren't the only ones that this has happened to. Mm. But basically, yeah, I me know, and Freya yeah. become really good friends with someone really very quickly that we met probably about 14 months into our relationship I would say we weren't very uh, we were obviously established in our relationship but we hadn't been together that we long. hadn't been yeah, together that like long year, no 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 yeah. and we met this person and very very quickly formed a close friendship with mm. them because we really liked them like they brought yeah. I wouldn't say a good energy. Looking back now. It was a bad one. They didn't bring a good energy, but, but they, brought they brought a lot, a lot of fun. fun. Yeah. And we, outside of this person, had started to form quite a great friendship group at this point as well, mm-hmm. where we were all going out, we were all having fun. And this person was part of that. Mm-hmm. And this person also was new over to London. Mm-hmm. And so didn't have a solid foundation of friends so you know we very much were like well we will be your people also we were very much like because i feel like we're like this as people as well if we see that someone kind of like needs help or support like we're happy to give that and that doesn't take anything away from us yes at all so she kind of had an element of that needed in her situation very much so there was a lot of things we'd done for this person like um cvs job searching job lap applications, emotional support, um, lifts, like yeah. basically anything. And and I am not saying that from a sense of like, look how much I've done because I would do no. that tomorrow yeah. and I would do that for anyone. I, I won't ever stop being the person that I am. But I think it forms a stronger relationship though when you're kind of doing that because you're kind of a bit more involved in their life mm-hmm. and she relied on us to a certain yeah. degree, right? Yeah. Anyway, looking back now, it was very prevalent and I'm a fucking idiot considering like the story that I just told about my best friend with my ex (laughs) that I, this it was very, very, very prevalent that this person was very, very into Freya and whilst not only being into Freya, (laughs) clearly hated my guts, which (laughs) fair, like you don't have to like me, but it's quite weird when you're pretending to like me actively disliking me and then trying to get into my girlfriend's pants so i have this thing probably sometimes to my uh to to almost like a negative degree where i won't there's a lot of things i'll bite about right so like freya left the window open of our car don't fucking start last night wide open overnight of our car, bearing in mind we've had a vehicle stolen from outside of our house before. Was it stolen? Was it ransacked? No. No, it wasn't. Move but on. you still left the window open. And obviously that irks me quite considerably. You're an irk. But when someone is going out of their way to kind of literally shit on me in person, 
it takes a lot for me to get annoyed because I will have a lot of empathy as to why a person is behaving that way. So mm. when this person was like all over you and then kind of smirking at me and would disregard me and would do that horrible thing that friends do where they try and like out you and take the piss out of you in front of all of your other friends to try and get an advantage on you. I sat back and let it happen because I was like, A, I wanted this person to like me a lot. Yeah. Because I couldn't understand why they didn't. So mm. I would then go out of my way further to keep them like, there to was, try and get, make them like there me. There was no reason, actually. No, there wasn't. It was very bizarre. Towards you. I mean, but I'm I think sure jealousy, she thinks she has a reason. But I will have to jump in here. And it was jealousy. There was a lot of things that you had that she didn't have. Mm. Mm. There were there were so many multiple mm. things that I, I'm not even going to get into, but it was very prevalent that like there was an element of jealousy there, and mm-hmm. I think that some people just kind of have that green eyed monster in them that they are mm. just that type of person. Oh so yeah, because this person to it, had it towards other people, like it yes. wasn't just me. And we exactly. we saw it very clearly with others, but I didn't want to believe that for myself because then I was kind of like, well, if you're actively choosing to hang around with me, you must like me. It turns out that. They were probably just there for Freya, which fine. I, I'm here for Freya as well. <laughs> what happened was, was that during the year that this friendship mm. was happening, this person had told us that they were very much in love with someone and that it, it was very difficult for them to make it work for multiple reasons. And we were trying to help them through that journey, weren't we, of trying to make it work with this person. Yeah. And... That was fine. And then one day, there's so much to this, but basically one day I just got a text being like, I want to see this person and I want you to be okay with it. And if you're not okay with it, then tough. And basically this person, you know, the Harry Potter girl, it was the Harry Potter girl. So if you listen to the other episodes. So you need to listen to episode three. It was the like, Harry no, Potter. No, was girl. it episode four? I can't remember. Oh, I'm trying to think of which one it was. The she, the she cheated on me one. The she cheated on so me. So the yeah. Harry Potter girl that was the the cheat girl is the girl that our Managed friend to and fly friend overseas. very much in fucking inverted commas. Yeah. So this fucker who I thought you know had ruined my life from America that I'd never see again. She Wingardium Leviosa the fuck <laughs> over to England, and she quidditched her fucking she ass literally to London. Came over to just destroy more of your life. Actually, she at didn't, this point, she, Freya, no, she didn't destroy. I'm life, actually point, so grateful like, to this person. No, I feel like she's. Yeah, no, uh, I'm grateful to give her, her credit. Thank you so much. But it makes me laugh so much because it's almost like. Does she have a thing for something that you've touched beforehand? Is well, this she, is a slithering, isn't it? This is slithering every pussy I've been near. Do you think she'd be a Hufflepuff? Hufflepuff? She's a fucking slithering. Okay, she is a slithering. So I had a text from the friend basically being like, I want to be with Slytherin and yeah. I want you to be okay with it. To which my stupid ass initially, initially went back and was like, yes, because I desperately don't want you to dislike me, I will try and make allowances for that and then a couple of days later was like actually no Mm. fuck you because you have the penny suddenly dropped and I was like fuck you you've actually just spent the last 12 months openly berating me trying to embarrass me in public trying to quite literally put your hand down my fucking girlfriend's pants 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 whilst i was in the room in front of our other friends which we can all vouch for because they were there in ascot yeah exactly the time i'm talking about yeah and when all that wasn't enough 
you decided to pair up with Slytherin, which fine. No, like- it's not fine because actually a, a good friend, a loyal friend, a normal fucking friend would have never even given that person the time of day, let alone managed yeah. to go on a fucking date with them and then subsequently fall in love. Well, yeah, but then we found out that actually, so that we'd been, they had been this lying. person had asked to go on a date with them months before and I was like, weird, but. I also can't tell you what to do. Why are you asking me to for permission to do something you know you shouldn't be doing? Because if you're having to ask and get clearance, mm. you shouldn't be fucking doing it. So that was the first thing. But remember, I went back and I was like, well, it's. I think it, it's really upset me because this person has caused me a lot of hurt in my life. I actually just don't want to be associated with them. I don't yeah. really care what they do or Can who they are. Can we just say very quickly as well, though, actually, before any of this happened, you bumped into Slytherin. And you Slytherin tr- was very rude. And you tried to put a bit of water under the it's, bridge. You, you went over I and said, you were look, like, "Hey, look, you know, we're in this situation. It's a bit awkward." I said, "Look, can we settle this over a game of Quidditch?" Yeah. And she laughed in my face and said, "No." No, but she actually, she actually smirked thinks, at you. She yeah, smirked she at you. She was fucking rude. She so snubbed like, me. So basically, all of our friends went to a gig, and before I knew this person had made it over to London, had no idea. And this is, again, where the friend's a cunt because the friend knew this person was coming Mm -hmm. and went to the gig with me and our other friend knowing that this girl was going to be there, Slithering. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I don't know what else to call her because I can't call her by her name. Was going to be there Mm -hmm. and not at any point looked up and said, by the way, this person's coming. So did not give me a chance to pull myself out of that scenario. We also found out, though, they were dating. Oh, this is what I'm getting. They've been to. dating for months. So, yeah. Meanwhile, she's doing things with other people and our she was friends, dating. by the way. There's we're trying people. to set her up with our mates yeah. because she's pretending she's heartbroken over another girl in another country. This to find out crazy. then a year later <laughs> via a housemate, yeah. she'd been dipping her hands in Slytherin's honey pot the whole fucking <laughs> time. What the actual fuck? Do you know, I haven't really thought about this situation <laughs> since. When I say it out loud, I'm like, you're fucking cooked. Like, Do you know what? Yeah, you're a cook. So yeah, yeah, I'm at this concert, bitch. turn around, Slytherin stood there. I'm like, fuck. Say to our friend who we're with, I'm like, right, I've got two minutes before Cub Sport come in blast out to give you the lowdown on this situation my mate's like fuck this is intense so I was like nah do you know what I think by this point three years had passed since I found mm. out about the Harry Potter night I'll try and be the big person go over there I was like look this is a bit of an uncomfortable situation for you because you also said to me as well actually that you'd said a few things that you wish that you had, I had. Said when I'd found the out the, the night that my ex was cheating with this person I said some things which I shouldn't have said yeah. I went mental which I I don't regret being as angry as I was. So I went over to say, look, bit of an uncomfortable situation for you, bit of an uncomfortable situation for me. Clearly we have mutuals. Mm -hmm. Let's try. And and she just looked at me and sniggered. And I was like, okay, you are a piece of shit then. Like you weren't just in love with my girlfriend and at the time, and it was maybe something could have worked out. No, 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 no. You're just a bad person. So that was kind of the start of it. And then the friend, our friend was like, want to go on a date with them? That was a whole thing. But they'd clearly been doing it the whole time. No, but do you remember the next day she was like, yeah, I didn't actually enjoy it at all. Got messages. No, she said, I went on the date and yeah, I literally didn't feel anything. Yeah, she was like, no vibe, no no chemistry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to upset you over this. It wasn't even worth it. Do you remember she sent a photo of her crying in the morning with conjunctivitis? (laughs) Do you remember that? (laughs) Yeah. Meanwhile, she obviously had slept with her Mm -hmm. and was probably walking home. a casual bit of pink eye calling it conjunctivitis and saying you're crying <laughs> yeah and then got yeah. into a relationship with this Mad. person wanted me to be okay with it turned around i 
initially accepted it and then was like, no, I'm prioritizing myself, I'm not accepting it. Never heard from her again. Can we just say in a way, God, actually, we, actually, there was no argument there, actually. No. We were all very, very, we were very civil. Turns out like a year later, she wrote this big old post about, you know, having fake friends, basically, which was us. That is and so... And went absolutely ballistic at me when I just basically called her out for it because I was like, oh, hold on a minute. I'm sorry, yeah. I, I can be an arsehole. Mm. Sometimes I will say things I shouldn't say in a stupid manner and it can be a bit like, okay, I fucking shouldn't have said that. Or like, never nasty though, just like... No. A bit annoying. Like I can yeah. be annoying and I know that I'm annoying. But the, the audacity to do that, like oh, how... Lord delusional can you actually be but very quickly we had another friend as well who was very th- this again I mean, uh, when, when i'm talking going above and beyond i mean above and fucking beyond if they needed me to fucking fly to the moon to go and get them a nice coffee that's probably yeah. what, what would have fucking happened you like had this, a lot of love for this, this person, person had, had a lot of love for this person can no, i just say we're moving on to another person now yeah, but it's a a very person. much the same type of characteristics because i do think friendship breakups usually happen for these types of scenarios whereas relationship breakups usually happen because someone's fallen out with someone or there's been a monumental argument you can't come back from or someone's cheated where friendship breakups i think it's usually one side of the friendship is abusing the other side of the Mm. friendship for multiple things friends friends are supposed to be forever more so than relationships that you go through you can choose your friends but you can't choose your family but going off of that, I mean, very similar friendship situation. Um, and this person and me have been friends since we were 12 years old. Again, a very much similar situation. I had just a lot of love and you respect did. and yeah. care for this person. And they were almost like a brother to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, over the years, it gave a lot more support. You know, they'd gone through a breakup and I was really, really helping him through all of that. And um, and I wanted to be there for him. I had a lot of love, care and respect for him. And I honestly, again, was one of those friends who, you know, he would even say to me that like, you're a friend for a lifetime kind of thing. And, and that was how I felt with him because I felt well, so definitely close like to him. Watching you two from the outside as well. Like, yeah, was always thought of oh, this will be someone in your life for your well, whole I life he was going yeah. to so like because i i did love him a lot and there were some flaws that we both had like oh, within yeah. our like friendship but we would just kind of like bicker like brother and sister and just get over and it was it was never like anything big and then um again i really helped this person through a lot of different things and whether that be helping them get different jobs that they needed or you know taking care of them when they were going through heartbreak yeah and, and emotional re- support we yeah. supported with business support as well mm-hmm. secured financial things for them yeah there was a lot yeah there was a lot and, and, and they gave a lot back to you i'm sure as and when you needed it i don't mm, think to the same degree not I to mean, the same degree actually when actually i look think back of a at time. it when i was yeah. heartbroken where the fuck was he he wasn't anywhere to be seen that should have been a red flag but again i gave him a lot of slack because some people in your life you do tend to give more slack to than others just purely because i think as well when you're like a real empath you are like oh well i understand that you know they are xyz way and blah blah blah, and you kind of ignore those red flags actually now looking back i'm like that was a red flag there are other things as well that i was like oh i shouldn't have." and just to highlight why that relationship disintegrated was that basically it was so it really is pathetic it is pathetic but it was one of those things where you had to put your foot down on like i said i would do everything for this person and very specifically within the last few months of our friendship i i went above and beyond mm-hmm. as much as i physically 
and emotionally could. Mm -hmm. And I started to see a change in this person's behavior. And it shocked me because again like i I'd, I'd known them for so long and i was like where is this coming from like it suddenly was almost like the more you done mood. the more you done the more you got trampled on yes yeah and so the whole as my mum would always say the more you do the bigger the cunt you are yeah bigger the cunt more you do bigger the cunt <laughs> but i mean it's it was very true though in this in this circumstance because it wasn't until i stopped going above and beyond for this person and when i say stopped it wasn't like i just suddenly went i'm not doing anything for you anymore there was just one situation which is the most pathetic thing of all time actually and you, um, um, and the thing is we knew it was pathetic but it was principle based right yes. because you'd finally got to a point where it was like this, the actual thing we're discussing, we're talking about, is not a big deal. On the mm. grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal. But the principle, but the principle of it mm -hmm. was the final straw to be like, no, I'm, I'm going to put my foot down on this one, one thing. One very small thing. Because that you've kind of taken it too far. Even though the thing itself was mm. minimal, The cher it was the cherry on the cake. But it was which also was the just catalyst like for you being like, no. But I think it was a very telltale sign that this person then completely, after this Von very minor thing where I put my foot yeah. down on one small thing. In a I've really gone, nice way, by the way. In a very nice way when I've gone above and fucking beyond so much out of fucking pocket for this person constantly. And then I don't do this one thing that they want. And now I haven't heard from them since it's been over a year. And you, you were called like and, a terrible person. Yeah, and and yeah. that they learned a very fucking valuable lesson and all this kind of shit. And I'm like, I actually learned you a learned very the lesson. valuable yeah. lesson. Yeah. There yeah. was a bigger thing. And I think that's why they started to get frustrated to towards you towards the end because they wanted to go and do things that you would have been like, Hell fucking no. Because not yeah. because we're talking about stuff that's dangerous, yeah. right? Not because I'm judging. No, no, no. I'm like, Don't do that. Dangerous, to yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and that was that was one of the, the reasons. So So that was heartbreaking. About, that yeah. was really heartbreaking. And it made me so fucking sad because again, like I said, I pumped in mm -hmm. so much love and care for yeah. this person and then all of a sudden I was just absolutely nothing to yeah. them. Nothing. So, you know, overall like why are we talking about this and why have we decided to discuss this today? And I think it's because like it it goes back to a lot of the situations in your life. So it ties into, you know, coming out and having negative experiences from friends and family how do you hold yourself in those situations mm. going through your first lesbian breakup how do you hold yourself in these and how situations do you process it as well. and again with friendship breakup and it kind of comes back to that thing and i think all of these things are, are truly interlocked is like that gets to a point in your life that you have to realize that if you don't prioritize yourself and set your own boundaries, mm -hmm. you won't ever be happy. No. If you live having to put other people's feelings before yourself, mm -hmm. not being able to show, hold yourself with love and compassion. And my biggest thing was being scared of people not liking me. Yeah. You stunt your own personal growth mm -hmm. and you close yourself off to doors that will make your life better and but more also, positive. But also, that's the thing, right? One door closes, another one opens. And when a relationship like that rids itself, then maybe at that time with that person, you're like, okay, do you know what? This was clearly then never supposed to be a forever friendship and like relationship with this person. Not only that, but it's like, if you're showing your true colours Whenever somebody shows you their true colours, fucking believe listen. them. Listen, yeah. You listen because... It's like, like the red flags. Like yes. when we were talking about the red flags. Like 
it's not a one-off. Mm. Those things don't just happen on a one-off. If, you know, people can have bad days. And I do think sometimes friendships, like any relationship, is give or take. You can go through six-month period of giving because, like, that person's going through something. Mm. And then you can be going through something and they give go through six months of giving. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But when it's constantly one-sided, you need to be able to recognize that and not also, hold on to those types of relationships because they say, don't serve you. One thing that I would say as well is always when you leave the room with someone or you've left a situation say you've spent the weekend with them or you spent a night with them or whatever if you've spent if you get home and you feel drained that is your telltale sign because you can feel exhausted like you're like oh I had a fucking great night and I feel exhausted and whatever but if you feel energetically drained after someone you know it you feel very heavy that person isn't actually supposed to be maybe in your life but maybe not to like a close yes capacity yeah and that yeah very much recognize that looking back at situations with Mm. with people that you know are no longer in our lives as and we'd even say it in the time we'd get in the car and be like because there's two other people that I'm thinking about now Mm. that we were really close with that again one day just disappeared don't know why (laughs) bit of a bizarre one ridding them left right and center yeah um that we'd get uh, we'd come away and be like oh we don't feel good no i feel like Like, shit we feel really like kind of anxious and why and i think it's because those people were projecting a certain kind of energy that maybe isn't even a bad energy but Mm. definitely not an energy that aligns with us whereas now when i walk away from any of our friends yeah. I always feel amazing. Also, especially never when it's Polly Cooper and she's acting Polly like a fucking Cooper. idiot. <laughs> and I can just rinse her the whole time and I walk away feeling godly. <laughs> Brilliant. No, but all, yeah, they probably there all you walk go, away Polly. From there's us. your shout out. There's Polly shout actually out, Polly. messaged before and was like, guys, I'll be buzzing if you mention my name on the podcast. And I said, I don't want to mention your name because you're quite a shameful person. But I'd done this for you, Polly, because I'm feeling we generous. Love you, Polly. But yeah, that. Uh, I mean, yeah, that it's it's it is a very clear sign that you're just not in the right space with that person. They're not right for you. And also, if you feel like you have to ask for loyalty from someone, they're also not right. Loyalty is a fucking given with a friendship. And I if think. you're listening to this and resonating and thinking, shit, this is this reflects some of the relationships in my life. And like, what do I do about this? I think there's also a point there with self prioritization which is the hardest thing mm-hmm. you can do if you're quite an em- empathetic empathetic person yeah god that was a tongue tie for me i don't know why that was a big just, word just for know, actually side note i had a brain hemorrhage a few years ago so sometimes when i pronounce things wrong that it's because of that chestnut, is it no that is genuinely why it is because i get like a bit of a speech pediment since the since the I, brain think, I genuinely think it's because you're trying to say so many fucking words at once that you start stumbling over them because that you can't could wait also until possibly you get be it but that's not as forgiving is it <laughs> um that you have to self-prioritize yeah and and you have to get to a point in your life where you go if i don't do this now I am allowing my life to look a certain way Mm. because that negative energy will spill over into your work, into relationships with other people, into new opportunities, into personal growth, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, if you're feeling it, babes, rid yourself. If you're feeling (laughs) them, bin them. Yeah. So that was our little kind of deep dive on friendship breakup. Um, I hope that was useful to some people because I do feel like it's something that happens a lot and we don't talk about a lot because relationship breakup consumes a lot of the conversations, not just here, but, you know, generally in life. And Mm. I think we can all really acknowledge just quite how painful friendship breakups are and to, you know, again, touched on this at the start, in many ways, worse 
than yeah. relationship breakups. It hurts. Because you depend on them more. You think that you, you go into a relationship knowing that it, it might, might not, not always be, be forever. forever. You go into a friendship deciding to become friends with someone, thinking it will be forever because otherwise you're like, what's the point, right? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. meant to be unproblematic. Talking yeah. of problematic, we're actually now going to speak about X, and I <laughs> fucking love this game. If you've, if any of you have been on Freya's TikTok, I'll actually post it on the Instagram as well. Does anyone remember, like a few months ago? You will remember because it was a few months ago <laughs> when the Ick challenge was going round on TikTok. Freya had been begging me to do this for a while, and I was like, I don't really want to do it. I don't really want to do it. And she's like, Come on, come on, it'll be really funny. Oh, she found her niche. When I tell you, you I got it, into babe. it. I Loved it. Loved the ick. Loved ick. Ick. I'm like an ick master. I was saying this to you. Yeah, as in you are the master ick. Don't <laughs> cump me off already. <laughs> Don't. I. It's hard to describe them when you are one, isn't it, Frey? <laughs> it's you're true. so irritating. That's giving me an ick. Just you. No, I was actually going to say That's if funny. I can compliment. Been me four and a half years. I was going to give you a compliment. Basically, well, I don't want it. Yeah, Don't but need before, anything from before. you. <laughs> I don't need anything from you in this friendship. I'm Do you know the giver. what's annoying me? Your eyebrows right now. You're doing all sort of fucking things with your eyebrows and you're getting all grouchy. You look like, do you know what you look like? You look like that thing from Sesame Street. Well, just because you know, I've got a decent set of eyebrows, unlike you, ever since you fucking plucked you know the them one back that in comes 2011 out of the bin. and they're barely existing. You are that bin muppet, whatever the fuck it's called. That's you. Grouch. Oscar the Grouch. That is Scarlett. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna. Can we get a photo of Oscar the Grouch and Scarlett? Fuck side off, by side. Freya. <laughs> Especially when you do. You've actually. Yeah, please. You've actually got a mark from where you've been frowning so much this episode. <laughs> yeah, she did. Cunt. She did. Talking of friendships becoming enemies, that is the story of your eyebrows, isn't it? Because they were once friends. That is brilliant. That was really funny. And now they're you, so far apart. Good for they're you, enemies. Oscar. Good for you, babe. Now I um, I was gonna say that every like I, I get the ick really really easily with with people that I'm seeing, and I've never actually had it with you. I've been annoyed at you, but I've never had the ick. You know that ick feeling where it like shoots up your spine, and you're like, oh. Where they like sniff things with their mouth open. I hate that one. Now, that one really bothers me as well. And I never really thought about it until you... So when you they would, sniff... You know when people... You, like, hand them something and then they and go... And then they go... <sighs> I hate that. Yeah, yeah, you know, they go... That exists. Like, Same. You'll be like... You'll, no, yeah, like, you'll be like, can you go and have a... Can you go sniff this? And they go... Mm. hate it. Disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. Absolute... Yeah, vile. And I was talking about this earlier as well, like... When somebody, when when you're like dating someone and then you go over to the car and they've got to get themselves into a three car door and they've got to move the seat forward and, and bend over and get in there, in the back. Oh That's yeah, especially it. if the bum crack's hanging out. Yeah, bit of butt crack. And they're like, oh, sorry, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> someone putting on running gear. Just putting on running gear. That's an ick. You know when as well, and they have those condom hats as well. Not the <laughs> swimming cats, the condom running hats. No, do you know what's Violent. worse is if they wear all of that but actually can't run. Yeah. So like they get themselves all geared up, then they run to the local coffee shop and then that's it. That's basically me. So we put this into our friend group chat this morning was like, can you give us some ick ideas? What was Polly's one again? Because it was really funny. She said that she once broke up with a girl because she was eating crisps loudly in bed. No, but she also said she broke up with the girl because when she woke up in the morning she was vaping on her what's it called 
Lost Mary, Lost Mary. gave her the ick, which is so funny because Liv, who's sat in the room now, is always Where sucking is she on Lost her. Mary? Have you lost her? No, you're not. You're sucking on a vape when Freya's playing COD with you, though, and you're you're losing. Oh, yeah. I love watching Liv lose to COD. It happened once. <laughs> yeah, she does bat me. She's fucking hardcore, man. Actually, guys, if any of you are into COD, I challenge you to a 1v1. Yeah, if anyone wants to interact with Freya on COD, um, please add her. She loves it. Add me. I'll, she thinks I'll put she's my really, really good her. at it. You're quite good at it, to be fair. I'm better than you. Well, that's fine. Liv is when we both live is the best, but you say I'm better than you, but there's actually been quite a MVP. Yeah, there's been a lot of times where we've been playing in a in a group and I get the MVP. So we asked into the into the lesbian group chat that we've got with our friends, and this one just got me because it was just Jess. It was just the way that she said it. It's not so much what the ick is. So our friends Jess and Rihanna are kind of in some ways a copy and paste version of me and you. And when the four of us get together, it's great because we all just attack each other then. Yeah. It's, it's, I love it's it. Excellent. My biggest fucking ick, I love you, Rihanna. I cannot wait to marry you. But fuck me, do I hate this. When she's like looking at her phone, laughing to herself, like really laughing. Oh my God, it makes me want to like strangle her so much. I don't know why, I just fucking hate it. I love it. This one is so niche. Like your, your fiance, you, do, you hate that too. Right, Freya. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, because you either do it really late at night when I'm trying to drift off to sleep, or early in the morning when you've decided to wake up at six. But darling, you're always asleep. Find me some time when you're not asleep. And no, go out and sit in the living room. If you're awake, you. And the thing is, Freya doesn't just laugh. She laughs to the point that her whole body vibrates and shakes the bed. And then I'll finally be like, "Fine, what's so fucking funny?" (laughs) And she'll show it to me, and it's potentially one of the most unfunniest things I've ever fucking seen in my life. It'll be like a dancing plant. And she'll be like, oh. I've I'm never like, laughed at a dancing no, but I'm, fucking plant. Right, I'm saying it for dramatic effect, for fucking. Yeah, but what sake. I'm saying I to you is, you know what, be any quicker. of them because they're so unfunny. Just say you don't have a sense of humour. Just say you don't have a sense of humour. I do have a sense of humour. No, you only find yourself funny. Sarah Allen. You don't find other things funny in life, apart from yourself. I do, do you? Go on, name me one. My mum. My nan. Because Jess they Foster makes me laugh a lot. No, do you know what? This is actually going to upset. I actually, this has actually upset me. What? Because I haven't said your name. Yeah, maybe I do laugh at you. <laughs> at me, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Fucking idiot. But yeah, no, we um, what was another ick? Oh yeah, I was speaking to this girl earlier. Um, this the the girl that's a barista down our road. I love her. And I said, oh, we want to talk about icks on the podcast today. And she was like, oh, I get the ick all the time, all the time. And I said, give me one. She was like, if a guy wears a helmet, she was like, that's fucking pathetic. She was like, I want you to just die for me. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) She said, if you're not prepared to fucking die for me, then I don't want it. She went, because if you crash really badly, you've got that helmet on. I'm not looking after you. I need to be looked after. It's so funny. That made me laugh, though. So she's obviously not being serious. Well, she might be. uh, uh, She probably is. But it just made me laugh. The fact that she was like, yeah, if you wear a helmet, that's an ick. Do you know what else is an (laughs) ick for me? People who can't use chopsticks. I love it. Yes. Grow the fuck. Eloise can't use chopsticks. She gave it a good go, bless her. She did. It was yeah. fine because I just ended up feeding her, so I benefited from I that. I better actually. I better. No, but 
yeah, it is a bit of an ick. People who can't use chopsticks is a bit of an ick. Because just like, it, like I struggled for a bit. I'm not going to lie. But it doesn't take much to just fucking Do you know learn. what's an ick? You go on a date with someone to a pub and they order either a cider or a recorder leg. Really is. What else was I going to say was an ick? That's an ick. What this? <laughs> yeah. I think it's an ick because I can't do it. You look like you're doing something else. And it's not with female <laughs> genitalia. Can you do it again? Oh. That's an egg. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know how to do what you just did. That's what I can do. <laughs> I actually want to stop recording because I'm going to go and throw up. <laughs> wow. Emotional uh, Do you know what else is a rick? Uh, yeah. A rick? What else is an ick? That's fine. You That's running. Fine. <laughs> I wish we had a mic on Liv just for that there. Just, oh. No, Sarah can't run. So Sarah Hallamaba. Don't bring Come in on, that inside jokes, by the way, because no, no one will understand it. it I okay, yeah, I can't fucking run. What's my it? I try. Your ick. What you've said you've already said I've never given you the ick though. I'm trying to think of things though that fucking I do annoy icky me. Things. You do icky things, but it doesn't give me the ick. Leave the toilet roll on the side of the you bath. You leave the toilet roll on the side of the bath every single time. You never replace the toilet roll. That fucks me right off. But that's not even an ick, it's just annoying. Mm. Lesbians don't pay for therapy. Do you know what we do? We download CoStar mm-hmm. and blame everything on our moon rising. It's so true. I wonder it what my so horoscope true. said today. You're going to get fucking emotionally abused by your girlfriend on a podcast. That's funny. That's correct. Oh, well, I don't think that's true, is it? Why? Well, I'm definitely not emotionally abusing you. I might go crying. I'm gaslighting you now, but I'm not emotionally abusing (laughs) you. (laughs) Horror story. Can we go for the horror story now? Of course. Of course, of course. I'm going to get you to... The icks are going to get nasty and I can't be bothered because I just want to have a nice night and I want you to cook my dinner. So I'm going to stop that now. I'm not cooking dinner, by the way, tonight. I'm having pizza. Oh. What? No. What fuck the fuck off. Your You're not doing me a burrito. I'm not doing you a burrito, sorry. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm actually not. <laughs> Raya, actually. I've been ill for the last three days. I'm dosed. When is she not? I'm medicated. Ill. Yeah, but I have been. Oh, all right. Well, I'll insert the photo of my rash on my face in this podcast then. I'm okay? not saying that you're not ill. But I'm saying, when are you not oh, Well, ill? I can't help it. My immune system shot. Probably from the fucking stress of having to live with you. And you oh, said to me this morning... It's so stressful, is it? Having having someone to wait on you hand and foot well, exactly. and get you everything well, that you need. But you're not right now. You said to me this morning, I'll cook you whatever you want for dinner tonight. Yeah, that was before I knew that we were going out. We're going out like five. How the, where, where am I going to have the time to make you a burrito? It's very nasty. That's all I'm going to say. I'll buy you a pizza. I'll, take, I'll buy you a pizza. I don't want Do you want me to pizza? buy you a burrito? No, I'm going to get a tortilla and I'm going to go and sit there on my own. That is a burrito. You can go and have your pizza. Yeah, but I said you want me to go buy you one. You no, said because no. you could end up going to Taco Bell and get me a burrito. I want a burrito from Tortilla. Okay, sweetheart. Not Chipotle or anything. A Tortilla. Do you want to grow up? No. There you go. Talking of X, moving on to the horror story. Oh, I love a horror story. I, I really love this one. And what I love is that you haven't read it yet. I haven't read this one. You have to slide, by the way, because I screenshot it. Okay, fine. <clears throat> okay, so I've got to start off with the obligatory fangirling and say i love you both i need weekly consistent episodes because why would you make us wait first of all we do actually now do weekly episodes <laughs> yes they're not always on the same day because but they are weekly like girls. you guys have to understand that at the moment it's me freya our producer marcello who is incredible who also 
is a very successful, busy musician. And we're all doing this off our own backs whilst working full time and like self-funding this whole thing. Trust me, when we can afford to do go big or go home, we will. Mm-hmm. We love you. We're trying to get them out as frequent <laughs> as possible, but you're going to have to bear with us. But thank you anyway. And that's why I put a little shitty fucking response to the Patreon statistics, <laughs> which by the way, were a joke and so many people were offended because like, in order to do more, we need to have more money and we physically can't afford to keep pumping more of our own into yeah. it. Anyway, anyway God. little rant there. But I just it, That needed to be said. It needed to be said yeah. because people need to realise that. I agree. Sony, Spotify, Warner, Universal, Warner, Universal all of you. TikTok are listening. Call me. You want a big dyke podcast on your books, you know where to come. <laughs> Anyway, here's my horror story. Please keep this anonymous. I'd met this woman on Hinge and can I just say, although we are no longer together and haven't spoken in years, she's still one of the most phenomenal human beings I've ever met. It's really nice. Not only was she professionally successful Hollywood producer, wow, who'd also travelled the globe, she is also a successful lesbian erotica author. Think Dom Femme. Yeah, she's already ruining my life. Great. I felt nervous and was intimidated by the confidence and fast experience this woman possessed. I'd never been with a woman previously, a much less topped one. She mentioned that she was always the one to plan dates and she never had been topped and wondered what it would be like. This prompted me to plan the most romantic date ever. Picnic at sunset overlooking downtown next to a lake with the light up boat swans. As the evening went on, 4th of July fireworks lit up the sky around us and it was truly more romantic than I'd ever planned it to be. And although we had told each other we'd wait one more date to hook up, we both couldn't resist. Classic. (laughs) We ended up hooking up in my car. Classic. Classic. (laughs) Never ideal but couldn't wait. While going down on her, I was nervous about not doing it right and wondered if she was enjoying it. I was completely in my head. Then out of nowhere, (laughs) she toots straight up my nose. Pretty sure I tasted it too. Being that I had committed to make her come, I ignored it and kept going. This is what I love about lesbians. We won't give up. No, that's good going, girl. We never spoke of it again, and I'm pretty sure she was too drunk to remember it. I hope for her sake she once she was. I now fear this might happen again with another woman, and it stopped me from hooking up. Jeez, she's got some real that's, fucking... That's yeah, quite that extreme. her, didn't it? Yeah. I didn't particularly enjoy being the human centipede to her flatulence. <laughs> flatulence. <laughs> Sorry. And I've never confessed this to anyone, so I'll just do it now on a podcast for thousands to listen. <laughs> Much less ask for advice on how to move on from this unfortunate ep- event. Please, Frey and Scarlett, any advice would be greatly appreciated. Girl. First can of just, all, commend you, babe, for Can for I just say, first of all, on this is actually one of my worst nightmares. Is it? Yeah. It crosses my mind a lot. Really? And touch You better wood, be careful then, girl, that you treat me happened. right, honey, because... But I, I, it's something that I really worry about. <sighs> I can imagine she was obviously having a great time. The other very one. relaxed. If you've had a bit to drink, she's not. Yeah, but at that point, she probably found it a bit awkward to like react to it. Maybe she was just hoping that the other, the other one didn't notice the and that, that it didn't stink. It. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I would leave. That for me, I'd have to say something. I would I know get what I'm back like. up. I would get back up at that point, though. I would get up and be like, "You just farted in my mouth." 
Yeah. That is full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like that is, oh, that was, that is, that is something else. Because it depends as well on the level of the fart. Because smelling a fart and then tasting a fart <sighs> is two different Warm. things. Warm. Warm. Yeah. In the, t- on the tongue. Yeah. Just, you, oh, imagine as well what they probably add at that little picnic. Well, I Taste hope there was no sour cream and chive dip. No. That's all I can say. Because <laughs> that, you're asking for trouble. Uh, imagine if it was right, like Right, let's be serious. How can we help her move on? I think the main thing is, right, is that I've I've gone down so many times. That has never happened to me. So on, like, can, can I just say, on, on, on different people? No, no, I mean like on you as well. I mean, like I've gone down yeah, yeah. on yeah, you Yeah, five years, times. I can safely say that's never that's happened. That's never happened, right? So it's like, don't... Don't you worry about I'm that sure, happening like, again. Statistically, it won't happen ever again. Statistically, no, it's more likely think, to happen to no. me than it is to you. I think you're lowering her into a false sense of security. I think this is probably more common than we'd imagine. 100%. No, but I do also think, though, statistically... Statistically, yeah. yeah if it's happened happen once, now. it's probably not going to happen again, which is good. But I do think this is probably quite <laughs> common. She goes So this is girl. why, we guys, we all have to be really careful about the way that we treat our bodies. Because what you put in is what comes out. We all need to make sure we're healthy. We're drinking some pineapple juice before we're having fun. <laughs> and we're holding each other in. Or maybe just hold your farts, actually. Don't hold each other in a high regard. Just hold it in. Yeah. So how do you get over this? I think you've just got to power on through because I think if you yeah. go ahead and you have a really positive experience, then you'll be like, oh, what was I worrying about? I think sometimes when you spend so long worrying also, about something, you build it up in your own head. You know, you've got the crazy hot scale. You've also got the crazy fart scale. You really do. No, the hot fart scale. So like, oh, so for true. me, if she's super fit. And she farts in my mouth. I probably wouldn't mind. Neither would I. Actually, not mind is, that's extreme. But it Imagine Jodie Coma farting in your mouth. I'd be like, okay. Yeah. I'd take it. I'd take, you would, wouldn't I'd take you? a bit more than that. I'd be like, do it again. <laughs> I'm not sure I'd no. actively ask to do it again. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, well... I think I'd move on from it, yeah. I would move on. Like, things happen. Things do happen. People Shit make mistakes. Happens, farts happen. It is Bums life. make mistakes. Windy I just pop. think you've got to get back out there. Just Windy get back pop out is my there. favourite saying ever. Windy pops. <laughs> you've just got to get back out there, do it, and then you'll be like, oh, why was I so worried? Yeah, exactly. Because uh, You can build it up in your head. It goes the same for so many things in life. The, the longer you put something off, the bigger it gets. Yeah, we caught a snippet of Cami Scott and her wife's um, podcast. I think it was on TikTok it came up. And they were talking about um, lesbian bed death, which we're going to do an episode on as well. Just to put it out there, everyone. And um, they were saying, basically, like, the longer you go without it, the worse it is to do it because so you build true. it up in your head. And it's kind of the same as the fart but we've story. we've even said that before. Yeah, 100% we've had it's that building conversation. It up now and it's, but it is the same with, yeah. It's the same with the fart. The, the longer you go without a fart in the mouth, the w- worse you think the fart in the mouth will be. What I think the tactic was from the Dom femme, she's not used to being topped and I think that she couldn't fucking handle it, so she had to sabotage it. True, she's like, she I'll was make sure like, I'm actually going to dominate again. this experience by farting in your mouth and distressing I'm a you, so you never dare. Woman. And, and you never want to touch another woman again because I've absolutely annihilated uh, your mouth. Do you know what? That is, yeah, you've got it bang on. Yeah, you've Hollywood, baby. Just, it's showbiz. Do you know what that's giving? What? It's giving Kate Blanchett. <laughs> Maybe it is. No, do you know what else it's giving? Yeah. James Corden. <laughs> Fucking James Corden. <laughs> On that note, we're ending now because I'm not getting on James Cording chat again. I'm not giving him <laughs> any more airtime than he's deserved. Although I will say I'm so fucking happy Carapo- karaoke carpools 
over. So now what we need to do, carpool karaoke. Carpool, we now karaoke. need to do our own version of carpool. Carp- ah. blah, 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 carpool. Carpool. <laughs> carpool karaoke. We need to. I'd love that. It's the end of an era and I'm so happy about it. Mm. No more of that shit. No, no more, more of, of him singing over actual singers. Although he did go out of a, with a bang with going out with Adele. I mean, you can't Very really true. get much better than that, you can you? Fuck another Adele. But thank fuck that's over. Yeah. And thank fuck this episode. <laughs> <to be honest. laughs> I was going to say that. My mouth is dry. I'm done. We're off. At least it's not a fuck. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.